Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where OP gets yelled at because her breasts are too big. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the global brand for men's grooming and hygiene products. When I record r slash episodes, I do it in an airtight sound booth, so trust me when I say that I really don't want to be stinky. Imagine farting in an airtight box. Yeah, not pleasant. So that's why I'm happy to be sponsored by Manscaped, which specializes in caring for a guy's stinkiest regions, your pits, your butt, and your balls. Yep, that's right, they've got ball deodorant, because who wants stinky balls? Not you, and certainly not your partner, either. Their Performance Package 4.0 comes with a bunch of stuff. Body wash, shampoo and conditioner, the aforementioned deodorant and ball toner, as well as a nose trimmer and hair trimmer for keeping your lower regions under control. Order now, and you can get a travel bag and underwear thrown in for free. Go to manscaped.com today and get 20% off, plus free international shipping, plus two free gifts, when you use the promo code R slash at checkout. Our next Reddit post is from Broken Dreamer. So when I turned 18, I started working at a call center and often walked around the city a lot to avoid my toxic mother. Anyways, that year I experienced another growth spurt and I went from a C cup to a double D cup and I was getting a lot of weird looks when in public. As much as I hate to say it, I was pretty young and naive, so I never thought that it was because of the way that my body changed, but I preferred to keep my distance from people. One day, I decided to go to Walmart. While I was checking out the yarn, I noticed a kid, who looked like he was 13 or 14, standing at the end of the aisle, watching me. Thanks to my history of getting bullied and beaten up, I immediately grew cautious and started debating if I wanted to get my yarn here or go to the Hobby Lobby across the parking lot. Before I could make a decision, an adult man came up and started leading the sun off, so I started to relax and think that I was overreacting. That is, until the entitled father came back. Excuse me, but where'd you get your implants? They look so real. Excuse me? Your implants. He waves his hands in front of my breasts and gets uncomfortably close to me. Where'd you get them? I was at a loss for words, and I didn't know if he was serious or just being a creep. At this moment, the kid came up and poked my right breast, and I instinctively smacked his hand away, not caring that he was a kid. Excuse me, but you really shouldn't be doing that, especially to a woman. It's not polite. The entitled father immediately got mad at me and started screaming at me to not touch his son. He said that this was my fault, and that if I didn't want attention like this, that I should keep my fun bags put away. I was in tears and looking around for an escape, especially since the more the entitled father yelled at me, the closer he got to me. He started yelling at me that there was no way my breasts were real and that he needed to feel them to know for sure. He even told me that I had to let his son touch them so he could learn the difference between implants and real breasts. At this point, I pulled the can of pepper spray out of my purse and told them both to step back and get away from me. At this point, an employee showed up from the yelling and saw me holding the pepper spray. He freaked out and called for a manager before coming up and yelling at me, demanding to know what was going on. Because I was in tears, the entitled father was able to butt in and started lying to the employees that I was seducing his son and that I had pulled the pepper spray out when the entitled dad tried to come to his son's rescue. The kid immediately started agreeing with his dad. And the employee was already saying that he was going to call the cops while the entitled father demanded that me and my big breasts get kicked out of the store. Thankfully, at that moment, one of my coworkers arrived. 
The manager demanded that everyone shut up and calm down, and when we had, he turned to me and asked for my side of the story. I told them how the entitled father insisted that I had to let them feel my breasts to see if they were real, and how I'd already explained that I wasn't comfortable and I didn't want their attention. The entitled father backtracked on his story and tried to defend himself and the entitled kid, saying that it was for educational purposes and that I lied and I had agreed to it beforehand. This is when my coworker got mad and pointed at the camera at the end of the aisle, reminding them both that it would have caught everything. The entitled dad and kid both went silent for a moment before making a break for the exit. The manager took off after them, yelling at them to stop, and my coworker berated the employee for threatening me the way that he did. Down in the comments, we have this weird story from Strawberry Peaches. I used to teach kindergarten at a private daycare. A few of my coworkers had big breasts. I would consider myself just above average, but nothing huge. There was this one kid who had a thing about touching the teachers that he was talking to, like patting their stomachs, rubbing their arms, or groping their breasts. Nothing sexual in nature, like he would talk about some random idea while touching the teachers like a fidget toy type of thing. Well, one of my coworkers loved that kid to pieces, and she would let him grope her all the time. She would say that he's not doing it sexually, he's just a kid, so he doesn't understand and it's not a big deal. Well, one day, the kid tried that on me. I took a step back, held his hands together in between us, and I explained that if he wants to hold my hand or rub my arm while he talks to me, that's fine. But do not touch my chest. He's like, okay, and proceeds to tell me whatever story he wanted to tell. Well, my coworker saw this happen, and then she got on my case about how I shouldn't be sexualizing his actions and that he's just a kid. I explained to her that, while yes, he's a kid, not everyone's going to find it appropriate when he gropes his future teachers. And what kind of habits are we promoting here? Like, there are other ways that he can talk to people while touching them. I mentioned it to his mom, and even she agreed that he does it to her all the time, and it doesn't seem to matter how many times she says not to, he just laughs it off and says he's just joking. I'm sorry, what? Why does this other teacher think it's okay to teach kids not to respect women's, like, bodily autonomy? That no doesn't mean no, and that he can touch women whenever he wants, wherever he wants? Our next Reddit post is from Atlanta. The scene is a Southwest airline flight. I was sitting in a window seat next to two lovely women, and directly horizontal from us was an empty seat, a mom and her son. The flight was taking off. For those who don't know, you're required to stay seated and keep your seatbelts on for the beginning of the flight until the captain says otherwise. I was strapped into my seat and decided to take out my Nintendo Switch from my carry-on beneath my feet. Excuse me, ma'am. I didn't realize it at first, but the mother in the seats horizontal from me was trying to get my attention. She unbuckled her belt and moved to the empty seat by my aisle, closer to me. Ma'am, with the video game? I lifted my head, but the stranger next to me nudged me as well. The lady wants to get your attention, the woman next to me muttered. I turned my head to see this woman leaning across the aisle with her hands on the armrest of the aisle seat in my row. Sorry, I just wanted to know if there was any way that my son could use that game for a little while. I'm so sorry, I began. My Nintendo Switch is just really important to me. I don't feel comfortable giving it to anyone I don't know. I don't even let my sisters play with it. I was gonna continue, but the woman cut me off. Oh, my son isn't like most kids. He's not destructive. His cousin has one of those and he knows how to play. She smiled and reached her hand out to me. 
The two women seated next to me looked at me as if they were also in disbelief. I'm sorry, I said again. I just don't feel comfortable. I brought it for me. How old are you? The woman said with a huff, retracting her hand and slapping it on her lap. I'm 25, but I don't see how that matters, I replied, growing exceptionally uncomfortable. Well, she said, my son is eight. This is a one hour and 45 minute flight and he just wants something to do. He can't see it for a few minutes. No, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm sorry, but I'm expecting you to understand since this is my property. I put my head down and unpaused my game as to ignore anything else she had to say. Are you serious? She seemed genuinely livid. Well, son, sorry, buddy. Not everyone knows how to share, the woman said to her kid. Her child started whining and kicking the seat in front of him. Thanks for this, she said to me. A sweet kid just wants to share with you, and you're being ignorant about it. Before I even opened my mouth, one of the ladies in my row snapped back at her. How dare you bring that energy on this plane? She told you kindly that she doesn't feel comfortable with passing her electronics to a stranger. The mother wasn't having it. She's an adult, and she can't share with a child for a few minutes of a nearly two-hour flight. You should have brought something for him to do then, the woman in my row responded. That shut her up good. At the end of the flight, the woman collected her luggage from the overhead bins and said, I hope you're happy going against God's word, not sharing with a child. Some of the people around us giggled. I'm sure they all overheard the drama at the beginning of the flight. I've come across some entitled people in my life, but this strange lady took the cake. Yeah, okay, so the kid isn't destructive, but his response to not getting what he wants is to kick the seat in front of him. Something tells me that Karen's kid isn't as nice as she thinks that he is. Our next Reddit post is from Donut Clouds. I have an uncle, Hal. Hal is two years younger than me, so we pretty much grew up together. Hal's a good guy, but when it comes to his wife, Cindy, the entitled mother in this story, he simply has no backbone. They have a six-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old son. Almost a year ago, Cindy decided they were going to go vegan. It wasn't a discussion, it was a declaration that their house was going to be animal-free. Hal and the kids went along with it, no major protests, though Hal would still eat meat when he wasn't around her. This summer, they sent their son to camp for eight weeks. While he was gone, they wanted to take some time to go away for a week by themselves, so they asked me to watch my little cousin for a week. I already have six of my own kids living here, so screw it, what's one more? Sure, she can stay for the week. So they head off to somewhere in Florida, and I go about my babysitting duties. I understand and respect their dietary choices, and I've been providing my little cousin with 100% vegan meals. But yesterday, I posted a picture to Instagram of a black bear steak that I made for myself. Well, Cindy calls me flipping out on me for cooking meat while her daughter is under my roof, accusing me of trying to convert her back to a meat eater. She then tells me, not asks me, to not make any more meat until they get back and take their daughter home. I told her that she was being ridiculous, and that while I was happy to feed her kid vegan meals, I will not be told what I can and can't eat in my own home. I'm making chicken fried venison with sausage gravy and biscuits for my girlfriend, kids, and myself for breakfast this morning. I'm making my cousin blackberry oatmeal and a vegan omelet. I'm going to post a picture of our breakfast on Instagram and then turn my phone off because I guess I'm a butthole now. What? Did this lady also call the summer camp where her other kid is staying at and demand that every single child at the summer camp only has vegan meals too? Our next Reddit post is from Love and Caution. 
I live in a tiny one-bedroom. My parents invited themselves over to live here for two weeks. They live over a thousand miles away and drove here to my city. They couldn't afford to pay for a hotel, and I felt rude if I didn't let them stay. It was a mess. They slept on a blow-up mattress, and I couldn't walk anywhere without tripping. The first day, my mom threw everything out of my bedroom closet because you need to organize, and she took photos of everything. I noticed my mom stashing some of my clothes away in my little sister's suitcase. When I called her out, she called me selfish and denied it. She had several meltdowns and temper tantrums when I told her to stop going through everything I own. Over the first week, she kept digging through my stuff and finding stuff that I was hiding on purpose. She got mad at me for having condoms and alcohol. My dad got really upset about that too. It's been a couple of days since they left, and I just noticed all the clothes and makeup they stole from me. I had hundreds and hundreds of dollars of makeup that I can't afford to replace. My bathroom cabinet was wiped out. I honestly feel betrayed, and I feel like I have nobody to trust now, not even my own family. My mom and sister are denying everything. They said that I never had it to begin with. Our next Reddit post is from Maurice. So this morning I was traveling by train to work. Due to COVID, not many people are traveling by train, so the train company is running shorter trains than usual. Not a problem in my opinion. But this morning, the train was extra short due to some material issue. So I'm sitting in my first class seat next to the window, and entitled mom walks in with her kid. Excuse me, young man. I see that you're sitting at the window. Uh, yeah? The entitled kid screams out of nowhere. Mom, I want to look out of the window. Now, everyone else in the train is looking at us three. My boy wants to have your seat. Uh, does your kid have some disability or handicap? I ask this because I want to give up my seat if the entitled kid really does have a disability or handicap which might not be visible. But the entitled mother freaks out. How rude! The entitled mother starts screaming for the train employees. I'm asking because if he has one, then I'm willing to give up my seat. At this point, a train employee arrives. What seems to be the problem? This young man was calling my son handicapped. I want him kicked off this train. I was asking because... Young man, can I have your ID and ticket, please? Uh, sure. I stand up and hand the guy my tickets. The entitled kid just sits in my spot and starts looking out the window. This ticket seems to be fine, sir, so what's the problem? I was asking because if her kid has a handicap or disability, then I want to give him my seat. He didn't want to give up his seat. He was screaming to my little boy that he's an R-word. I didn't do that. Ma'am, can I see your tickets and ID, please? The entitled mother handed over her tickets. Ma'am, this is a second-class ticket. You need to sit in the second class. We can't. There are a lot of people back there. Ma'am, you need to leave now and give this man a seat back. The entitled mother grabs her kid and walks off while the kid screams, No! I want the window seat! The train employee says, Sorry for the inconvenience, sir, and walks off. After five minutes, I saw the entitled kid and mother walking out of the train. They literally went to all this trouble for like a 14-minute ride. That was r slash Entitled Parent, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.